I heard you've been looking for me. Hey sis, what's going on? After a brief hiatus, I am back and it's not with the episode I expected it to be, but I'm back. (laughs) So I just wanted to share, I was taking a quick break because I actually lost my grand aunt and just had to deal with a lot of the arrangements and everything going on with that with my mom but it's all good we are blessed and we are back okay so this episode was scheduled and planned to be about putting yourself out there and I had this idea that I would do a ton of research and figure out the best ways to market yourself or to just talk about all of the things that you're doing And on one hand, I kind of did that. I finished this really interesting book by Austin Kleon called Show Your Work. And on the other hand, I didn't actually get to reading the myriad of articles I pulled in order to create this episode. So what you will hear is a combination of my findings and learnings and realizations from reading Show Your Work, and the information from the few articles I definitely did get through, as well as actually putting myself out there and what the results of the combination of those things were so far. Okay, so admittedly, I'm not the best at self-promotion or even really talking myself up. I definitely have a goal this year of doing a better job of promoting all of the things that I'm doing and building confidence. Okay, so in order to talk about self-promotion, we need to know what self-promotion is. It's simply the act of letting people know all of the work you're doing, all of the information you're learning, all of the knowledge that you can share. It's being able to communicate everything that you're working on to somebody else or another group, an organization and understanding the value that you're bringing by doing that. Because if you're just talking just to talk and hear, I did this, I did that, I did a million dollars in sales, that's not really helping someone. What you want to do is understand who you're talking to and see how the things that you have done could bring value to them. Even if it's not apparent at first, maybe just explaining all of the work that you're doing or the things that you're doing will spark a light, the little idea light bulb in them, and they'll say, oh, I need you to do my website for me if you're a website developer, or I need an accountant really badly and I didn't think I needed someone to do my website or to run my books for me, but you saying everything that you have done makes me realize maybe I can't do this on my own or maybe I do need to tap into somebody like you in order to do those things for me. But here's the thing, self-promotion isn't all about you, the person who is doing the promotion. It's got to be about how you have done something and usually you don't do things all by yourself. So Forbes actually looked at it through the lens of helping others and adding value. 
and what value it is that you bring. They alluded to the fact that you have capital, but essentially the way I read it is that you are the capital. It's about you, your team, and your organization. Because it's about you, your team, and the organization, you're really looking at a leadership skill. So if you are leading a team, how have you led your team and delegated tasks or how did you collaborate with the team in order to make an impact for the organization? And this is important because it doesn't just show your value, it shows the value of your team and it also shows how impactful your value is. And that's really what we want to get to here is what is the impact of the value you can bring or what is the potential impact of the value you can bring. And it might not always be apparent in just your day-to-day work. Sometimes people need to be reminded or made known the above and beyond work that you do that isn't always seen or that isn't evident in your day-to-day job or your day-to-day projects, if you have side projects. Harvard Business Review actually did a really good job of this. And as always, I'll link all of the additional readings and articles in the show notes. Harvard Business Review went to Anne Ma, who is a consultant and past president of the American Business Women's Association. It's a mouthful. But she explained that she was working hard for her members and that was the key to her success. But in order for her to continue to get reelected to the presidency of this association, she had to let them know what she was doing for them. It's all fine and good to have a nice fancy title, but sometimes people need to be reminded of all of the work that you're doing in order to have achieved that fancy title. So let's get into how we can actually self-promote the right way so that we make sure we're not doing it the wrong way, full of the eyes, 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 and I'm doing this and I'm doing that, and the bragginess that kind of connotates self. Now we're going to look at the ways people like Miss Ma have made others aware of the work that they're doing and really made names for themselves by promoting themselves and their work to others so that they can bring value to others in order to serve others. And one of the ways to do this as outlined in Show Your Work is to ingrain yourself into the community. Now, that means just not working in a silo. And the ways that you can ingrain yourself in a community are finding other people doing similar things or adjacent things to what you're doing and having conversations about the work that they're doing, about their findings or their process in order to get to those findings. And you as well share yours. He promotes the idea of sharing something small every day. And what this does is kind of creates a documentary for yourself of everything that you've worked on, your processes, and the end product. Honestly, that makes everything that much more gratifying when it's all said and done. You can look back at your journey and see all of the small steps you've taken in order to accomplish something big or something small. But just you showing your work 
creates that impact and gives you credibility because people see you doing the work and puts you in the core of a community that does similar things or not. It could just be people interested in your story and your process or your work. And that's really how innovation comes about, how you have new ideas and how you spark your creativity and how you learn. Because everyone is an amateur at some point in something. No one comes out on top being an expert at anything ever. I don't care what anybody says, whether or not you see the hard work that leads up to that expertise or not, everyone has started from the bottom. And there's absolutely no shame in starting from the bottom or being an amateur. If anything, I think the best teachers are people that are closer to the amateur phase than they are the expert phase. And why is that? Because the amateurs that are just coming up don't have the understanding that the expert has, and the way the expert speaks is very different than the way the amateur speaks. And honestly, the things that the expert is trying to teach the amateur can just go right over their head because they don't have that knowledge yet. They don't have that technical vocabulary yet. It's great that you can show your work at an early stage from your development at an early stage of your personal journey because it's much more relatable to somebody who's just trying to start out. Or it can be nostalgic for that expert who's been in the game for years and can relate to how you started out even if they didn't share how they started out. What's so dope about being an amateur and ingraining yourself into a community probably of other amateurs, is that you can all help each other. You'll all be learning from each other and innovating. And even if you don't grow or improve at the same rate, you'll still be able to share skills, tips, and tricks that have helped you get to whatever scalable point you're at or that they're at. Which leads me to the next point, which is to teach what you know. So if you have learned a host of things from just trying different methods, different processes, or different services for your business, your brand, learning, anything that you've been doing, share it. Share it for free, share it for some money, do whatever works for you. But in order to get your work out there, you can't just hoard all of the knowledge. You have to share that knowledge. In fact, a number of the people I follow on social media, I follow because of just one post where they taught something that I didn't know that I just found so intriguing that it led me to follow them and or subscribe to some of their newsletters or even follow them on other social media platforms. So if you are delivering value by teaching the things that you know that somebody else may already know or may not, You're adding value and you're showing your work and that value that you're offering. Hey fam, this podcast was launched using Anchor. I actually heard about it on YouTube since it was recommended for podcast beginners. Here are the top features for me, the beginner. It's free to use, meaning there are no hidden fees. They'll distribute your podcast to other platforms like Spotify, 
Apple Podcasts, and Overcast for you. It's an all-in-one service so you can record, edit, and post from your desktop or phone, in addition to having guests from your desktop or phone. Plus, you can earn money with absolutely no minimum listenership. That means you can get started earning money with one listener. If you were ever thinking of starting a podcast, now's the time. Don't believe me? Check out the free Anchor app or head to anchor.fm to get started. Now you're in these groups. You are showing and sharing what you're working on. You're showing and sharing your process. How the heck do you get your name out there even more? And how do you start moving into a position where people understand the breadth and depth of what you're working on? You start collaborating with people. You ask the people who you're in these groups with if you can share your story with them or if you can share your story, your process, whatever it is that you want to get out there with their audience because chances are you're with a great group of people who have an audience or have a platform that people follow where people are interested in what they're doing and what they have to say. So that way you can share what is important to you or what you feel is important to share on their platform in addition to your own. And you can offer to do the same for them. If you are genuinely interested in their work and you feel that it aligns, because remember, we're getting into groups that are in similar or adjacent spaces to ours and having them share their work with your audience and their goals, their creative processes, anything that it is that they're working on that they have done already because I'm sure after working on something for so long you'll have a finished product at some point so sharing what that finished product was and all of the small impactful steps that led to the value of that project they're helpful they will help somebody and they bring attention to you and your work the keyword or the buzzword here is going to be reciprocity make sure that you are giving just as much as you are taking from these groups. So don't just go into a group, take up all of the information, absorb it like a sponge, and leave. Or keep dropping links to your own content and not at least viewing other people's content or engaging in conversations and discussion. Make sure you are reciprocating by sharing the information that you've learned or sharing some of the work that you're doing that could influence, inspire, or help somebody else. And show up if they have events, if they have a new post, if they have a new video. Show up, like, comment, subscribe, do all the things that you would want them to do for you and share it. And when people see you showing up for them, they won't always be apt to showing up for you, but it does make them more inclined to show up for you in the same way if not in a bigger way than you've showed up for them, because people just enjoy feeling supported. I've seen it and I felt it myself. And it just makes people feel good 
whenever I give, at least let's take it personally, whenever I'm giving a gift or sharing my thoughts or my my prior knowledge on something, I feel like I've helped someone and that's how you should feel. Self-promotion doesn't need to always feel spammy or braggy or the humble brag. <laughs> it can be, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what I've done. Maybe it can help you. And I hope it helps you. Now for the part you've probably been waiting for. What about the spammy, braggy self-promotion? Save that for your elevator pitch when somebody may ask you what you do and condense it. Or your social media profiles. So on Instagram where you have the little bit below your picture. Or on Clubhouse, again, the bit below your picture. I don't know about Twitter too much, but you could also even create your own Facebook page. And that's where you do the most pushing of your own work, the braggy way, or the way that we're taught and is connotated as being braggy. And what you want to do is make sure that everything that you're doing, everything that you're putting out there, is easily accessible. So if you have a blog and a YouTube page like I do, link to your blog on that YouTube page and vice versa, link to your YouTube page on your blog. If you have something to say or something to share, just get it out there however you can. And on the YouTube page, I mention my blog all the time. And on the blog, I need to do better at this, at mentioning my YouTube page. But on my Instagram, I mention everything. And I mention everything at length. I probably mention it so much, some people might get sick of me. But that's really the way to promote yourself and let people know that you're out here working. So I hope that all of this was helpful I know that this episode is a wee bit shorter than usual, but I'm just getting back into the swing of things, and I hope you can forgive me for being away for so long, but we are back to our regularly scheduled weekly uploads, and I appreciate you so, so, so much for listening and supporting. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts and wondering how you can help me out, you can leave me a rating there, a rating and a review. If you are listening to it on Spotify, let me be real. I don't know how you can help me out there, but what would be really helpful is if you could visit my blog or even just shoot me an email and let me know how I'm doing. It would be very much appreciated. Again, thank you so much for listening, and I'm out, sis, or bruh. I've learned some of my listeners are identifying as male out there, so... Peace, fam.